0: Welcome to Dealing with the Germans. My name is Anders. And I'm Philip. And um, today, Philip, we, we're going to do like a... Um, like an end of year 2018 kind of episode. A, yeah, the,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, a year in Jahresrubblick.
0: Yeah, a year in review. Jahresrückblick.
1: yeah. Yeah, year in review.
0: So, um, what's going on in Germany at the moment? I think um, one of the things that... that that really we in in Bavaria where we live. One of the the major major things of 2018 was the um, election for the Bavarian Parliament, and there was yes. a shift towards towards the right. Oh, are you, you know, talking that,
1: about uh, the? Uh, oh, okay. You're talking about the the popularity that the AFD gained. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The, yeah, the, the Alternative für Deutschland. We briefly mentioned this in a, in a previous episode, but it's still something that's that's. Um, that's kind of, you know, people are talking about this and, and how do we deal with the European crisis. And uh, right. Chancellor Merkel is not, you know, she's, she's, since we last spoke, she has announced that she's retiring. And it, that will, in, in effect, leave Germany in a, in a limbo because she's been like the, the constant um, stability factor in Germany for the past.
1: I want to say, 12 a, to 15 years. Yeah, I want to say it's been a decade. It's yeah, been a decade, an era yeah. of Merkel. Uh, you don't think the guy from the SPD is going to uh, step up? What's no. his name? Christian? Yeah. Marcus? The, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, something like Yeah, no, no. And I, I, I don't think, because there's, a, there's another woman now in charge of the um, CDU, Merkel's party. And uh, although they say that she's like a... a a new version of Angela Merkel. It, it's gonna, it's gonna take a while for her to you know, kind, kind of step into character, and, and you know, because obviously there's behind the scenes there are all these internal power struggles, and you know, it's politics. It, it's politics, you know. Um, so I, I think for the for the next five years, Germany won't see like a. A constant stability factor, okay. like we've seen with Merkel, I, th- I think it's going to take a while. And and um, the current state in which Euro- the European Union is in, uh, it, it, the timing, uh, the way I see it, couldn't be worse. I mean, it's because we have Macron in, Fran- in, in France. He's he's. Yeah. Uh, you know, Merkel and Macron—they used to be like I mean, people talked about them here in Europe as being—you know—as long as those two get along, uh, you know, that's that's how Europe remains a stable.
1: They locomotive. were sort of like the anchors of
0: yeah, they were
1: the European identity, and, and,
0: and none of them are. Uh, are currently stable you know they they macron has his his internal fights in france there's the the yellow west protest the the yellow west movement and so there's a lot of, of, of things going on there that he has to you know pay attention to so he cannot go around dealing with with the with the problems of europe in three months, the 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 UK the the Brits are leaving. So, it's, oh, that's it's, right, uh, right? Yeah, did they renegotiate so, a new deal? Or I no, 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 They kind of they kind of just got got the message that you know the deal is as it is, and you should just it's it's a take it or leave it deal yeah. for now. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's bad. Well, yeah. uh,
0: they'll figure it out, I think. I think they will. But, you know, they, they're obviously banging the drums. You know, for dramatic effect <laughs> on all sides. But I think they will. They will come to terms, and they, they, there will be a solution. I hope. I mean, um, there's. An, I mean, is there any other way than finding a solution? I mean, <laughs> you have to. You kind of have to,
1: right? Yeah, you have to find a middle way. Uh, I yeah. Think. yeah. But life will continue on, I think. I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, the things that I've been paying attention to it has been more like uh, Easter of Germany. Uh, Hungary, the yeah. uh, Ukraine. Um, yeah. Well, I guess even up north, because the Swedes also have gained gain some extreme right uh, politicians yeah. over this last uh, election. But yeah, the situation in Hungary is really upsetting. Obviously, Czech Republic also has sort of this stance... And this is sort of like hearts back to an old era that i you know that i 'm not from, but I read in the history books
0: mm-hmm. so it's
1: uh yeah it's a little it's a little disheartening
0: yes yeah man in in Sweden they had an election in September, and they still haven't they haven't got a um a government oh really oh sure so yeah. they're still they're still you know um
1: Figuring it out,
0: yeah, fighting about who who should should be the the the, the leader of a, of a new government. They 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 can't seem to agree. This is, you know, I think I I have a theory. I think it's it's um, this is kind of controversial. Maybe uh, maybe what, not the, a surprise to the some. The theory
1: or what's happening? Yeah, what the
0: mean? theory. I think it's Putin. I think Putin is is, is, is creating this uh, unstable situation that we have in europe because he's it boils down to the fact that that most of the countries in europe they do not like um to have too many immigrants coming into uh, their countries right and it's the same thing in germany this is this is really the 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 reason for the whole moving to the right and you see it all over europe at the moment Including Sweden, it's, it's the same thing in Sweden. It's the same thing in Denmark, where I come from, um, and the whole Eastern Eastern European bloc. They 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 don't. F- for, uh, I mean, in, in Hungary, I, I don't think they've had they have taken any immigrants at all.
1: No, um, no, Hungary made a clear stand early.
0: They, they they do not accept immigrants. They they've closed the the, the borders. Yeah, um, and I think. That that uh, Putin is supporting uh, Bashar al-Assad in 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 Syria um, because he's uh, he, this this kind of suits him quite nicely. That that Europe is is having all these internal fights. Yeah, the um, destabilization
1: of, of the yes, European Union. This yeah.
0: this is right up his alley, and uh, I'm not sure he he had the brains to orchestrate it from the beginning. But but you know, as things <laughs> as things. Well, kind kind of, so uh, is he
1: responsible or is he not? Because we didn't have the brains to orchestrate it. How can uh, he be responsible?
0: Yeah, but I think he ca- kind of quickly—he uh, kind of quickly saw the opportunity.
1: Ah, okay, 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 that makes sense.
0: And then, and then he said, "Okay, oh, this, this, this looks like an opportunity for me." And then he just kind of kept on, you know, supporting uh, the uh, Assad regime, and and you know, because he saw that you know refugees were kind of. Migrating towards Europe um, Yeah
1: Yeah how so, do you feel uh, that, that Sort of um, That idea of not Accepting refugees or Not even not welcoming refugees but welcoming Outsiders reflects on The, the German Constitution where it states that You know the human dignity is the Most important um, Aspect yeah. of, the, uh, of the citizen right? That's
0: one of the things that it looks Really nice on paper yeah the whole thing about human dignity and stuff but i think uh, what has happened particularly in because after the second world war you know we had all these good intentions you know uh, we history should never repeat and and um, we should you know treat people with with dignity and, and yeah. the whole the whole um, human rights uh, movement and it's all good but i think I think um politicians are slowly forgetting it's it's kind of you know fading
1: into but I think politicians <laughs> know this you know the story about the the fox in the hen house, yeah, you know no. that story
0: C- you know no could could you
1: quickly uh, refresh my mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah the There's a fox that comes into the hen house where the roosters are in charge. You know, so the roosters are sort of like the protection. Mm -hmm. And the fox comes in to basically criticize the job that the roosters have been doing, you know. And so he influences the chickens to side with him, right, and basically ends up kicking the roosters out. And before you know it, the fox is pulling security at the hen house. Yes. Right? So obviously, you know, what does foxes do? They eat chickens, so they'll, uh, you know. They got rid of of the of the security element. that came in, you know, and it's the same tactics that all these right wing people are doing. Yeah. You know, they are the problems. I'm here to help you. I am the yeah. one who can save yeah. save you. I can solve your problems. Yeah. But I, I mean, so it's kind of harsh to hear you say that it's nice in paper, but it's not possible because I. I mean, I would say that if it's not. If it's nice on paper, then there's an invalidity in the, in the idea, you know. And the, the, the premise of the, of the German constitution is that humans have a right to their self-dignity.
0: Yes. But, it, yeah, um, I'm, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying it, it, it works really well when things are, you know, after the Second World War, literally Europe was destroyed. You know, it was a pile of dust so it could only go one way and that would be towards the better okay so there would there would be growth there would be more stability there would and in 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 times where things are turning towards the better that's when you, you 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 need something you know to to hang on to you you need something you know to create hope and and stability and all of that so that that
1: piece uh, of paper more of like a device to yeah yeah them. yeah but now but there wasn't a charade back then then i don't know i didn't
0: live that back then, <laughs> <laughs> but I think now that it it it's Maybe the problem is that, that we've forgotten why that piece of paper was so important. I think, yes, I think, I think so. I think, yeah. I think there's I think, been
1: so much prosperity in the world recently that yeah. we've become complacent to the real problems of the world. You know? You
0: and I... You and I are used to, or, or um, I, I grew up in I grew up in Europe, and 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 I ha- I'm not used to closed borders. I'm used to yeah. not showing my passport. I'm used to just you know go wherever I want to in Europe. And now even my country Denmark, they they close the borders. I have to show my my passport when I enter Denmark. I mean, what I, I didn't grow up with that. No, um, no, no, yeah
1: yeah well that's what I mean like you know this is stuff that i, I read in the history books you know it, yeah exactly
0: so so um and I don't like that I, I i like that um you know the I can move around absolutely without showing any papers and this this is gonna sound like you know whoa you know because crime can <laughs> then move across <laughs> borders and yeah yeah and 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 I think one of the things that that we should have paid more attention to but i'm not against that that the east european countries they joined the eu because i think that that was a good thing but um the problem was they they their economy was was not you know the same as western european economy when they joined the eu right so there's there's been a lot of i mean this this Financially, there's just a, a big difference between the, the former East Bloc and and Western Europe. Yeah. Now, now that it's a part of, of of the EU, we're all a part of it. We have the same rights. All of so there, there's a there's a right for a like a, a handyman from from Hungary. He has the right to work anywhere in Europe. Yeah, he can go and,
1: and follow yeah. the market, right?
0: The thing is, he's not used to a. Western European salary. So so and, and if he can if he can keep his cost of living low, he can actually undermine the, the Western European hourly salary. You know what I mean? Okay. So 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 I you mean know, he he can come in and and, and 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 make very cheap offers for labor. In like say you're building a house, and and uh, you uh, ask like um, a construction company to
1: to you know go ahead and build the house. So if 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 the construct, I think I know what you're talking about because you're talking about like the cost. Like that's one of the things that moves an economy, right? Like the competition of prices. So if a guy from outside can come and do it cheaper. Why not right it 's the same thing yeah. that we've had I mean we have like Mexican laborers or labor from South America in America yeah, yeah, exactly. it's, it's the which same is thing. cheaper yeah and but the, but I think the question arises is like or the question that I wanted to ask you is, what do you mean by the hourly wage of Europe? Are you saying that there needs to be some sort of fixed price, a cap on how low he can Oh, there Uh, is.
0: In fact, there is. It's around, uh, I think next year it's going to be 9 euros and 90 cents or so, around 10 euros per hour. It's going to be the official German lowest basic salary. That's the lowest legally you can go. Um, However, there's a, a wild debate about whether or not that's even possible to live on. Um, so, I would but agree, if you,
1: yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I have my own uh, opinions about that, but that's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: However, um, if, if you come from, from let's say you come from the Czech Republic or Poland or Hungary, and and the cost of living there is is significantly lower, yeah. And what you do is that you you live in your van during the week from Monday to Friday, and then you go back to the family over the weekend. So you really yeah, have yeah, yeah. no cost. You have no cost of living. Basically, uh, in 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 Germany, and you you spend all your money back home. That's that's impossible for the German worker to to compete with. You know what I Because the German worker has you know he has rent, he has the cost of living here in Germany. He cannot, let's say, just. I'm just making up an example here. Let's say that that uh, a, a Polish um, handyman he can work for eight hours, uh, eight eight euros an hour, right? And he that will cover all his expenses and his cost of living and everything. Let's say that that he can go twenty percent below that ten euro um, minimum wage. Okay, but. And and then I mean, the, the, then the construction company says, "Okay, if you're happy with the eight eight euros, um, I'll give you eight euros. That's fine." He knows he can save two euros per hour per per worker, and th- thus he can make he can build the house cheaper than if he would only use German labor, right? Because because a German handyman he would say, "Well, I gotta have at least that, that minimum ten euros per hour,"
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, so, I'm certified yeah. in this and that, so it's going to cost you extra yeah. or something. Yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, uh, and that's been a problem for 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 a couple of decades now in 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 Europe because the the Eastern Bloc they come in with cheap labor. Mm-hmm. Um, tr- truck drivers is another good example because you have, if you look at 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 uh, the highways and streets here in in Germany, almost, I want to say more than half of the truck drivers that you meet on the street or highways, they come from an Eastern European country.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah.
0: yeah. And they work on, on different terms, on different wages than Western European truck drivers. So as a truck driver, it's it's really hard to, to you know, keep a, a minimum wage and, and decent... Yeah. Terms in
1: but I, in general, but I don't think that that's a characteristic particular to the German or to the European situation. I think it's that's a that's a, a remnant of globalization because we have the same yeah, issues yeah. in America, you know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like now, everything gets shipped to China, like because there's cheaper labor there, and there's yeah, a reason yeah. why people go to India because it's cheaper yeah. labor there. Yes, you know, call yes. centers could do that. I don't necessarily think like. It's you don't that, think it's a, it's it's a, a bad thing? Euro- it's,
0: it's, 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 it's not a bad thing, but, but what, what the European Union should have done back then was to have like a, I don't know, a probation period or something like that where you had to, you had to But you want the government
1: or the, the government body to come up with a solution.
0: They can't. I don't think there is a political solution yeah. to this, really. Uh, Which is why people should uh,
1: stop looking at governments who save their yeah. lives. Like, yeah, that, that, that's true. You know, I think the reason why it's bad is because it's an it's abused. You know, I mean, capitalism is great because it's brought us some great things. Like if you know, we have computers and we got microphones. That's yeah. all a result of capitalism. But obviously, you know, if you're going to buy a jacket that costs, you know. I don't know, three thousand Euros and they're paying a guy ten bucks in Bangladesh to build it for you. Yeah. Like there's a weird obscure um you know it's it's a weird angle there. <laughs> like yeah. that's not yeah. that's not the right thing, obviously, right? Especially when the kids are like underage. Yeah. But it's 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 an issue that I think quite frankly, I think it, it has to do with um with the greed of of the you know of of the, the corporations and the people that yeah. are running them, the people that are making yeah. those decisions. Yeah, I mean, you can and? say the government can step in and regulate, which is probably what they can do, right? Because they they enjoy a free market. Yes, and we also have the situation where, um, you know, in America, a lot of the stuff that got shipped off to other plants outside of of America, part of the people, you know. Inside, inside the company, but they didn't, they choose not to do it. Like yesterday, I f- just found out Ikea, which is a Swedish company, right? Originally mm-hmm. from Sweden. It's now yes. operating out of the Netherlands because of the tax, um, yeah, of the tax, uh, setup.
0: They've, they've done that for the, and, and in fact, they have the, the, the world headquarter, um, they have buildings in north of Copenhagen, uh, a couple of, of great big villas. Uh, that's where they, the, the, the very top of IKEA Holding is is located, but um, they they have uh, that's true. They, they, I think the official the official address of 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 the company, also tax wise, is is based in the Netherlands. It's been that way for for decades. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought this yeah. was
1: something that happened recently.
0: No, 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 no. It's uh, it's it's nothing new. It's nothing new. But yeah, I mean. Um, yeah, you can say globalization. And, and, and another fact of globalization is 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 that I'm always wondering this because, you know, Trump he 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 got into the, to to the White House because he he promised uh, the hardworking American. <laughs> Uh, that that he would you know take care of them and and uh, you know
1: yeah well so, he was so, the fox in that henhouse you know yeah he was he came in so, and said all these politicians are doing it wrong I'm here to save you and then he but why
0: him. but why didn't he you know uh, embrace modern technology uh, instead what he did was he he talked about the the mining industry uh, steel and coal and stuff like that. What he could have done was to say, okay, um, why don't we build windmills in, in, in our old shipyards? We could have embraced green energy with, uh, and, and created thousands of American
1: jobs. Um, well, that's an easy one to answer, why he did that. Because it's easier for the American voter to you know, not change.
0: Yeah. And right. that's going to be the downfall of... <laughs> Of America,
1: <laughs> because
0: they talk about capitalism as being something sacred, Be- and capitalism requires you to change rapidly. Yeah, in my in my opinion, yet the American voter, who like capitalism, they don't want to change. So I don't see how that come. How how, how can that? <laughs> how but it happens
1: <laughs> because Sears, who I think just recently filed for bankruptcy. They did, yes. They're, they're about to be gone, and they were one of the big major giants. Like, if you yes. look at the capitalization of, like, the Google company and, you know, Facebook and Twitter, you know, the big major... Uh, yeah. or no, Sorry, Amazon. Let's yeah. not forget about Amazon.
0: And Amazon uh, is, is, is probably uh, going to be the disruption <clears throat> company of, of of this decade. I mean, they've really, for the past...
1: Yeah, but Five, I mean, comparatively, you know, Sears was in one of their positions, you know, a century ago. Yeah. And, you know, now they're, they're a dinosaur. Kodak, too. Yeah. I mean, I went into filmmaking and right in the time where digital filmmaking was well, on the rise. And yes. it put Kodak, you know, out of business. Yes. They true. chose not to change. You know, I think that's, if you look that, at the growth chart of Kodak versus Instagram, uh, the curve, it's the same, but the time span, the measure, it's a lot shorter. Yeah. Like we're changing, you know, what, almost 10 times faster than we did, you know, a century ago.
0: That's true. That's true. You you, you see, um, and this is, this is actually uh, very, very relevant for Germany, for southern Germany, because we have uh, BMW and Audi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Audi. Um, I think the, the 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 automobile industry, the car industry, is is you know, it, it, if we talk about this in five years, uh, there's going to be a whole different scenario. And, oh yeah, and, and,
1: I, I'm hoping for it too. I'm hoping that yeah. Tesla awaking the sleeping giant. Yes, you know, and now with this, the with the. the uh, locks, loss of balance that we're having in America and the issues that we're having over there. I think it's going to allow for that foreign market to come in and say, "Hey, oh, we yes, build man. electric cars too, uh, and they're BMWs." Uh, <laughs> that, that's
0: that's the chance. That's the chance BMW should not have had, in my opinion, because BMW why not overslept? They were not willing to, in my opinion, they were not willing to to change. Fast enough, because the the electric car um, it, it wasn 't just invented yesterday, I think in fact, you can say that that Elon Musk did not invent the electric no. car he no, just no. he just he just grasped the opportunity it 's just like Steve Jobs on the smartphone right. Um, he did not invent that, um, but but they they ran with it when when they when they found out how to do it you know better than the yeah. others, and that's the same thing with Tesla. BMW had no interest in that until Tesla became a serious competitor. So, so in my opinion, BMW should not have had the chance that they get now because of America's uh, <laughs> instability. I mean, BMW do not deserve to be market leader, but they probably will
1: be again. Um, well, same I, with Audi. Yeah, yeah, and that's why, I mean, capitalism is one of those things where, like, it's, you know, to the victor goes the spoils. Like,
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, I, but I right. think it's
1: an interesting thing because, obviously... Tesla is one little company one small company in America compared to the big auto giants that we have over there. Yeah. And so, you know, they've also they're also very unstable right now and destable, then I say disabled, Very unstable right now. Uh, I know like uh Chevrolet's like discontinued four of their models, I think. Yeah, which yeah. is a big like in an auto company, like you know, if you own a little like shop and you take four items off of your shell maybe it 's not the same impact as when you take four cars you know because of the of the earnings, yeah. you know but it 's like yeah it's a pretty big uh, pretty big deal
0: but i don 't see why i don 't see why let 's take the low car sales, industry
1: low sales they, they got rid of it because of low sales those are those are
0: yeah but but why don 't they they just you know i know it's not i know it 's costly to 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 change the way you you manufacture um a, a car but uh, but still i mean they could they could turn g- these chevrolet models into electric cars and and you know yeah make a um, not a first mover advantage but but they could they could have like something unique you know a, a unique selling point saying okay we're we're, we're green green cars man that's yeah. american <laughs> but they don't <laughs> they don't. again no, no. they they just they fail they just discontinue stuff and they this is okay um, but in detroit could be like the epicenter of electric car manufacturing, but
1: <laughs> yeah, they could, yeah, mm. but they don't even have clean water. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they have an issue over there. With... Yeah,
0: in Flint, it's yeah. in Flint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So the world's in disarray. But... Yeah, it is. I think we can uh, at, at uh, as we enter 2000, 2019 here. I think we can say that uh, the world needs to be saved.
1: <laughs> and we Captain can do we can... Planet. What do you You look forward in the 2019?
0: I look forward to, um, I don't know, um, what's there to look forward to, really?
1: (laughs) Another year, another opportunity.
0: That's true. I'm looking
1: forward to, you know, I was looking at the things that I wrote down that I wanted to achieve last year. And one of them was, um, you know, improve my German skills, which I feel like I have. And I feel like that's something that can continue on. Are you still going to German class? no, no, that was over in the summertime okay but but, uh, but, but I feel like you... it's gotten me to a level like you know where I feel more confident than before, and obviously I can articulate a lot more than I did at the beginning yeah. of the year so that's, that's sort has, of the curve
0: but that has to do with the fact that you also uh, now on a daily basis in a German workplace right do you speak German there
1: yes yeah
0: so so that alone is is a is a factor that you know the more you interact with Germans in the in a workplace or in in on the street or whatever i mean the more you interact with the german with the germans in general your german will improve that's yeah yeah. and i get to hear it
1: every day so i think it's i'm picking up from nuances
0: exactly that's exactly right yeah
1: and i think that's important and the other two things were like um uh i think it was like writing more javascript like getting better at uh this coding stuff which obviously i'm doing now because i'm coding a lot yeah uh i was surprised myself with some of the stuff that i built on there wow um but and then what was the other one i think the other one had to be probably more music related but we just, i just did my last show for the year i won't be doing the new year's show this year i'm just going to be staying at home with the kids but uh the last show that we did in the Kunstverein in German in Nuremberg for uh-huh. so the Monsters of Jungle drum and bass Christmas party. You know, it's a big celebration. happens every year. I think it's one of the nicest celebrations because you know me. I don't really celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I do it with the family, obviously, but uh, you know, my big celebration comes at on the 25th at nighttime when we uh, we rock it out with some drum and bass grooves. Yeah. And everybody really liked it. so It was really nice. That's um, cool. <clears throat> so I mean, I'm a little more optimistic, maybe. you know but uh, um some of the things that i'm looking forward for the next year it's going to be sort of regaining control of my time Mm because i feel like this year i knew that it was going to be you know a free-for-all kind of thing because it was going to be a year where i would just set some time aside to learn german the job thing happened um it's serendipity so it was kind of kind of cool and um but I think now, you know, I've lost time. Obviously, I've lost attention from, like, doing more video projects. Mm-hmm. Um, I've lost, I've definitely lost attention on, like, uh, on the music stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm still writing some new rhymes. You know, I'm still, like, sort of practicing when I get a chance mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to that. And um, and obviously now all I'm doing is, like, I'm I was building this Lego thing with my kid earlier. And now I'm going to edit some videos before, you know. We have to go back and do family stuff, so it's just like I'm trying to get three video products out before the new Year's which is literally three days. Uh, yeah, just so I can get them done. I don't want to. I don't want them to bleed over to the next year. No, I don't want to have that. I want to start it off with the uh, on a fresh, know. fresh yeah
0: yeah slate. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah yeah. I didn't mean to sound very negative about what's looking forward to for the next year because I've I've had some some really really nice experiences in 2018. I've also, with music co- collaborations. That's uh, right. You published I, a
1: couple uh, of tracks out yeah, there.
0: Published a couple of, of tracks, tracks yes, under my name. Yeah, but I did write uh, a, a couple of songs that were published, and uh, they're available on on iTunes. So, th- so that's kind of cool, and and it was a real, real step, a giant step forward for me as as a as a musical composer. Yeah. So, so it's all good, but um, like what you say in terms of of, of YouTubing. I kind of only did a, a, like a handful of of, of um, um, YouTube videos this year, and i didn't even feel like doing like a end of year two thousand and eighteen video like I usually do because i don't want to repeat myself, you know just we're m-
1: still doing the same thing <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I wanted to do something new and fresh for yeah. for for the new year, but i didn't really i didn't really feel like doing it, so it would all and i think one of the things that I've kind of I like there 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 are two ways of working this this very methodic way of just you know keep pushing yourself to do something on a regular basis yeah. which I have tried and that was good because it improved the, the the quality tremendously you know I, I I kept pushing myself to to be better at editing and you know. Thinking about what I wanted to include in 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 the videos and stuff like that, but but now I I kind of I, I want to have a story to it to to every video that I do.
1: The narrative, you mean? Yeah, and the narrative.
0: Yeah. And then this this time I
1: this
0: you know this this. Are year you able I, to
1: pick it out when you're watching like a movie or a TV show? To pick out what? The narrative, like the arc structure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And yeah. then why don't you just try to replicate what you see?
0: Uh, yeah, but but with what with what purpose? I mean, uh, I, I always say, I, it, if I make a personal video on YouTube, yeah. I should be kind of, I should play like a role or or at least tell the story yeah. the way I see it. You know, so it,
1: it's. it's Well, yeah, of course, but I'm saying like just to get better at this, at the craft of storytelling, like it surprises me how many people don't. Well, I guess it's people that are not really in the industry, you know. And I would probably say like like you and like other people that I've met here that are like doing um, YouTube stuff. Alex obviously talks to me about this too. You know, he's like very conscious about being in front of the camera and all this stuff. But I'm just curious, like, why doesn't no one just replicate? what they see on television because it's not about being genuine but it's about going through the process and once you go through the process and you repeat that and you get familiarized with it and you can start picking this stuff apart when you assemble your own narrative it's going to be easy because once you'll have tools of you know the past experiences and uh and you'll have that sort of like articulation you know yeah. Of like telling the story It's not about like how I present it Or the energy that I have But it's about sort of like the little nuances That s- string stories along That I think yeah, people it's... don't notice and yeah. I think it has to do with like The rhythm of storytelling But it also has to do with the structure Like the way you tell this a story mm-hmm. Did you see that video I did with Alex? Yes, yes Yeah, yeah.
0: It's been a while now. I, I, I saw it a couple of times at the beginning, and, yeah, and that was November, it, I think. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But that
1: was a good story. You liked it, yeah? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. But it's very structured. Like if you, I've told because uh, Alex has told me that he has like um, uh, he's conscious about how he's presenting in front of the camera, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I've suggested to him maybe once. Maybe I've also thought about suggesting it to him, but. Watch TV, like watch people talking uh, with uh, the sound mute, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: like just look at the facial expressions. Mm -hmm. And that's a completely different, like, reading that you're doing that when you're listening to what they're saying.
0: Yeah. You know, Uh,
1: and I think that that's also like a practical thing that a lot of people can do. They can just, you know, just watch something in mute, you know, especially if it's a show that you like, that you kind of know what the story is. Or yeah. like a repeat episode, like just watch it and mute and you'll notice different things. I I, I mean I it's worked for me. I hope it works for people, but you know, uh, I, always pay a,
0: I always pay attention to news anchors because they they have this very, very scripted appearance. I mean yeah. they 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 turn their heads, they they you know, Maybe it's in a Bible somewhere for, for news anchors that you have to move your arms a little bit, like pretend you're moving the paper that, <laughs> <laughs> that you have in front of you. You don't even use the paper for anything, it's just because yeah. you have a teleprompter. But,
1: um, no, I used to admire th- the news the news because it's a very, pre- uh, very well professional presentation. But I think now, with all the malarkey that's happening with uh, American news television, it's just like, ugh. Yeah. I, I get tired. I w- literally watch clips just on the facts of the reporting and when they break to like the discussion panel that are there, I, I like I switch it. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to hear your opinion. I yeah. just need to know what happened.
0: Well a lot of a, a lot of anchors have opinions yeah. on American television. And that's one of the things that I really like about the German media. I know they're probably biased as well. Um it would be naive to think that they're not. But yeah. um I think they, they are better at distinguishing between what's, what's just reporting and what's the official opinion of the TV station. I mean, if you look at at um, the two biggest, um, ARD the, the das erste and ZDF zweites deutsche Fernsehen. Yeah, those are the, the channel one and two in, in Germany. they they their their news. Then news um, programs—they—they—they they, they are they try to keep the neutral and 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 they try to see all aspects of a story. Um, and if they have a, like an expert uh, uh, giving an opinion, they always make sure to say, you know, thank you very much for that assessment or that that
1: yeah.
0: that. Uh, your your view of of thank you very much for your input thank you very much for your view they don't they don't just say okay that that was that was uh, this expert from my from favorite line
1: is always when they go well that's a very that's a very well presented point <laughs> i heard somebody <laughs> yeah. said this Yes, and, exactly. And I was like, yeah, that's the way to be diplomatic about this sort of stuff, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and but but I mean, they they, they really do make sure that this is just in brackets just one point of view. I mean, and and the expert is entitled to have that point of view, but it's not the only point of view. And that's what I think is a main difference between American media and German media, at least the, the American media that I've seen, is that, you know, okay. they don't distinguish enough to say, you know, okay, fair enough, you're on Fox News
1: Wow, that's Fair enough. To, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's the most well-known propaganda channel, but but yeah, that's that's fine. You have that point of view. Let's talk to uh, someone from the left, yeah, and <laughs> and see what they say. You know, well, it's
1: interesting. They, I just saw a clip yesterday with like behind-the-scenes clips of uh, Jordan Peterson. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a Canadian philosopher or professor of philosophy and other studies. Um, but he was with a, it was like a behind the scenes things with Breitbart. You know, Breitbart is a extreme right, conservative, extreme news website. And, um, and yeah, and he was like, there were, I think they were having a discussion prior to his, his speech or his presentation, mm-hmm. and uh, he made like um, a comment about sort of the dialogue that we having in America about abortion, and you could tell this guy could articulate his his thoughts very well. And the other guys were like, they were totally agreeing with them. But the one point that uh, he wanted to drive was about that the discussion of abortion—it's happen- a question of something else that happened, you know, before that. You know, there's been a series of events that's led into the need for an abortion. So I think the, the discussion ends up just there, and and we're not having discussion at the beginning of the conversation or the situation, you know, that sort of leads to that. And, you know, and he pointed out, like, people from the left and the right would want to have that conversation. And this extreme right-wing people were like, yeah, yeah, that's that's really what we need to talk about. And it's so funny to, like, see somebody else disconstruct the arguments that people are making against each other, you know, especially, like, in this politically identity, you know, political identity, you know, politically driven world that we're living in. It's yeah. like, yeah, guys, we're, like, still humans. Yeah. like uh you know w- earlier this year i think it was in may um there was a lot of like uproar against like nazis on uh on twitter mm-hmm. you know And a lot of people from the tech com- tech community and the tech community tends to be very left leaning yeah. um very very progressive obviously they're working with new technology so that sort of yeah. goes hand in hand but um A lot of them were like, you know, yeah, I'm going to leave Twitter and I'm going to do all this stuff. And uh, I remember someone asked me, you know, like, are you going to leave Twitter because of all of this stuff that's going on? And I was like, no, I don't care that there's Nazis on Twitter. In fact, I like it because now I know who they really are. Yeah. You know, and people can't hide behind this sort of like facades of what I think happened right after the World War, like you were explaining, right, this idea of like. Let's all get along, and let's, like, you know, the human dignity is important. But the thing is, is that those principles have been there, and either people have been faking it, or they've been hiding behind a facade, right? I guess yeah. it's the same thing. But one to be, like, really faking it, and the other one to be, like, creating an image of something else. Because you could obviously yeah. omit and emit. So it's, um, it's just one of those things where, like, yeah, I just, I'm glad that people are coming out you yeah. know, out on it, and it's better to know you know because if you're if you didn't like me because i was mexican and you just gave me a smiley face like you'd be disingenuine right even if we had no incidences ever like i think that's a poor quality of life versus you know having a blatant clear understanding because it's better that we're genuinely accepting of one another than to be putting up a fake facade you know that we get along that's true.
0: I think that's one of the. I, I completely agree with you on uh, that's one of the upsides of social media is that the transparency that you have because people are if you follow threats on all kinds of discussions.
1: Oh God, it's terrible. Yeah, it's bad.
0: In the <clears throat> but I think people had always have always had opinions and 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 like you say, you know, they just they just uh, didn't. They just didn't, you know, show it, show their true, they didn't show their true colors.
1: Yeah, which takes me back to what you had said earlier about Putin, that he kind of orchestrated this this sort of disability. Yes. Disability. (laughs) This, uh, disability. No, yeah, he didn't orchestrate
0: it, but he, it kind of suits his, his uh, narrative. Because like
1: America's been racist prior to Trump. Like it's not that you oh, know yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's not that things are coming out or it's not that the Russians like made us racist. Like we're just racist, you know. Like we have a history of genocide and oppression and obviously so you're optimistic. saying it's human too. nature to be <laughs> I totally <laughs> to be think racist. it's human nature. It's the whole thing of like the head of the head house. Yeah. You know? And it's about who's in power and the power struggle. Like I this is something that I didn't think about very much because obviously i lived in america in a very modern world but especially now that i'm here in europe um the history the medieval history of europe and the medieval history of the world it's resonates more like it's it's more present so i have to think about it Mm -hmm. and i always thought you know i didn't grow up with the idea of like kings and queens because obviously i grew up in a modern republic yeah right there we had a different structure. Like to mm-hmm. us, you know, the senators and the and the people assigned to these uh, high offices, you know, it was always
0: based on dem- on a democratic or democracy. Yeah, but it was like it was a
1: group of people, you know. So it wasn't like one family. Mm-hmm. But then you started seeing things like, okay, well, Clinton got you know elected, and uh, you know the wife was running. Um, was it this last election? So. You kind of saw, like, okay, the Lincolns are trying to build a, di- a dynasty like, you know, the the Kennedys did or, you know, some of these families there, that are mm-hmm. trying to build, like, l- you know, things. So there is a little, like, parallel into sort of royalty there, mm-hmm. right? And, True. But it's, but it's still, like, then you start realizing, well, the, com- the corporations are really influencing our politics because they've got a shit ton of money. And then you start thinking, well, maybe it's not... A family royalty, but it's like a a group, you know, like the the richest people of the world are going to be influencing your politics to go their way. Mm-hmm. But at the end, like, it's, it's a democracy only, like, works if we're all participating in it, right? Not that just that the top people are doing it. And maybe I didn't draw those conclusions or those parallels when I lived in America, but I definitely draw them now, you know? Because what's, like, it's ridiculous to see Trump, Macron... And even uh, the queen from England in a gold room talking to people on television, like it's yeah. it's like mind-boggling, right? Yeah, yeah. you're like there's there's people that are like don't have anything to eat for tonight, and they're sitting in these like like ridiculously lavish, you know, locations. Yes, but it's a different era. It's a different mentality. But you can see it now, and I think that's what it is. It's like everybody's like you know especially in Hungary where they just passed this sort of crazy you know slave law that they have over there it's like the politicians are functioning to benefit the aristocrats and those are the people that are you know screwing over the people the the workers right yes but then isn't that the same structure that we had between kings sheriffs and, and peasants yes right this
0: this yeah and i think it was but,
1: john lennon who said that one time in an interview he's like you know, you guys are thinking that you guys are all like free people here, but you guys are behaving like peasants.
0: Yeah, but but uh, I think uh, like you said earlier, this this is it's always been like that. There's always been like among among people, among humans, there's always been like leaders. Yeah. Um whether they were elected or not. I mean, they've always it's always been like that. You have you've always had like a top-down structure yeah. in society. Yeah um and now we we for the past 100 years or so we've kind of eased into believing that we control you know the the masses the people control <laughs> yeah. they have the right to elect and they have the right to say something yeah they have the to right to, to an opinion um but but really is it is it just is it just like a, a show
1: yes is it, yes <laughs> i mean i don't know how it is here in in, in germany because i don't do a lot of Einkauf and a lot of like grocery shopping but in america the it's the best example of like the the illusion of choice is by going to a supermarket mm-hmm. where yeah. you have maybe 30 40 brands but they're made by the top three companies yes you know yeah yeah. so you think you're making a decision but you don't you're you're not and that's the same thing with the fashion world that's been my criticism of the fashion world it's like i'm buying something that you've made for me right yes like i'm not gonna lie to myself and be like oh i'm picking this shirt from the shelf it's my decision it's like no the the decision was set there for you yeah you know exactly and the same reason why everything is like in its season is like you know what there's a there's there's a comment that I heard a while ago about how if you want to know the color of the year, you just have to look at the rivers in China, where they're doing a lot of the dyeing. You know, Yeah. oh yeah. And then you see sort of like, okay, oh so this year's going to be purple, or this year's <laughs> going to be like, whatever. <laughs> but again, that decision is being made by somebody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's that, oh, that's very disturbing. The picture, just you know, the colors of the river in China. I, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, but it's yeah. true.
1: And yeah. it's something that people in the fashion industry know, you know. But True. we're not – I mean, as much as, like, we want to put the finger at Facebook and Twitter for being disruptive in a negative way to society, like, I think the fashion world has a higher responsibility. Um, well, not maybe a higher responsibility, but they have, they have contributed in a much greater numbers. And if they would discontinue their destructive activities, it would significantly impact – you know, our world
0: environment. Yeah.
1: So while we're here trying to like, you know, Oh, don't give me a straw because, you know, I'm trying to save the planet. Like, yeah, Yeah. like the people that are making your clothes don't care, you know?
0: Yeah. I think there, 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 you know, there are current trends in, in, but but again, and that's actually that, that's um, an important point to, to, to mention here is that consumer, with his or her wallet can in fact control yes what what what's going on and 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 that's actually a way where social media has can have a tremendous impact because if there's an influencer uh, a prominent Person who will like, for instance, um, Matt Damon and what's the other guy? The the, the, the actor uh, Ben Ben Affleck, uh, Ben Affleck, and and um, the guy from Titanic. Um, what's his name?
1: Uh, Leonardo
0: Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio? DiCaprio. Yeah, he he just donated to a, some kind of a good cause, um, and and I think people like them. They they if if they decide to to, to go into like a, a movement or, or, or a cause, they will they can shift. They can shift a lot. So if they if they said, you know, let's not let's not use um, whatever brand of clothing yeah. because they, they their manufacturing process is is, is 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 harsh on the environment, that that would in fact have an effect. That, yeah. that, would, that, yeah. that would have a true. But again, it's effect. like one
1: of these facade effects because I feel like I'm having Leonardo DiCaprio make my decision. True, true. Which and is why I boring. think it, that's why <laughs> we're in the, in the conundrum that we're in right now. It's like yeah. other people are just being lazy. You know, the only thing that I believe is going to save us from this, pol- this polarizing political identity world that we live in, it's mm-hmm. individuality yeah you have true. to start thinking for yourself,
0: yeah that's the true. moment
1: you stop subscribing to to the thing that someone else says like it's that's what it's so weird with these media outlets you mm-hmm. know they become echo chambers, you know mm-hmm. Fox News true. is an echo chamber for their message mm-hmm. you know and true. it's just like but how do you how do you how do you straight
0: stay true to your own opinion how do you stay true and 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 critical to to all the thing because you get so many impulses nowadays yeah. you can't you can't open your computer you can't open your phone or TV you you're bombarded with with impulses and and you, how do you choose how do you yeah self
1: awareness my friend self awareness yeah cuz right. i'm 100% conscious like when i reach for my phone to look at twitter when i'm mm-hmm. working especially at work now like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I know why I'm doing this because I have usually I get to a point where I'm stuck on what I'm writing. Yes. And so I go for a distraction, which is like, okay, let me go, let me, go, let me just look for a distraction. But I'm conscious of it. And yeah. I think that's like number one step because if I wasn't conscious of it, I'd just be doing it. And before I know it, I'd just look at my clock and be like, oh, I didn't realize I wasted so much time. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, whose fault is that? Like, it's not an excuse, right? Like, it's your responsibility what you do with your time. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's my fault when I pick up the phone and I look at Twitter because instead of trying to figure out what the problem is, I need to look away. Now it's good yeah. to sort of step away from a problem, go for a walk, come back with a fresh set of eyes, and, you know, and usually you'll find a fast solution. But uh, is there that sort of self-awareness, that deep self-awareness? So what you're saying what is. is that
0: because because I follow the same absolutely the same structure when I work. So so I, I don't get distracted um, throughout the day. I, I well I look at the media in the morning and then I I start working and then maybe for lunch I I see what's going on and then in the afternoon and in between I'm, I'm like you say I might look at just you know briefly something to just you know get my mind off and just.
1: You and know, are you aware be, that you're doing it because I'm, of that? I'm
0: aware, I'm I'm very aware because I have to actively open my telephone, yeah. which is always on silent, and um, you know, I actively open a window on my computer to read the news or something. It's not just there right. on the side. I don't right, have right. it. It's closed. I mean, it's it's not just there on the side so what you 're saying is that we should do this in all aspects of life, just
1: kind of yeah become self aware of what it is that you 're doing yeah. and why you 're doing it you know
0: yeah exactly that 's true
1: I, I can i can um,
0: I can actually um buy into that i agree
1: i agree well that's, with that attitude, I think we'll take it on to the next year we, we take should, responsibility we should... of our own actions and Start developing discernment. I think that's the other important thing. I've been a victim to it, you know. Like I've thought things were real that were not, and um, I mean, or you had different, you know, different understandings of of the world. But I think that as long as you're willing to take a hard look, you know, at yourself and your actions, that's the number one step. Because then you'll gain, um, you'll gain that self awareness. Which will lead you into developing your own identity, and then being able to detach from having to join a camp. Because here's the thing: having to join a camp is good, right? We're tribal people; like we're, we need human connection. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that when we don't think about it, and we're like joining the team, and you've seen this, we saw this with some of the like uh, extreme right wing um, protests that we saw in America. Mm-hmm. Where there were kids that were like, oh, man, I thought this was just fun, but now I'm, like, you know, getting my ass kicked over here by some protesters, and, like, it's not cool, right? <laughs> so they're, like, so you, you realize, like, oh, you didn't even fucking make up your own mind to come in here. Like, you know, you joined the cost cause because you wanted to be part of a team. Yeah. The best part is, is when you're conscious and when you choose to do something for a team, you know? Everyone that I was with in the military had to be there because they signed a contract. Yes, but it was it was only the individuals that were putting forth the effort that made that time well. Like, that it, it did good, you know, they contributed something positive. And the same way, like, I think this is something that it's been, like, a shock to sort of figure out here in America, or, sorry, here in Germany, the work culture is that, you know, you work for us, so we control you. Where in America, it's like, we're happy that you work for us because you contribute something to the team. Mm-hmm. And you know it's like one of those things where like mm, it's yeah it's cultural but who's not to say that, that it's wrong you know I mean we did a lot of things in America for many years that were wrong we had segregation you know we had slavery and all and even though that's like a really extreme sort of example I think it's the same way you know the way mm-hmm. you treat your employees you know With the mentality of it, you know, and the separation of it, and, like, the us and them, you know. I'll tell you, man, there's a lot of rich people who know what the hell's going on, and they're trying to scrape as much money as they can before it all fucking falls down. So so it's, like, one of those things where, like, you know, shit's going to happen. Like, there are still, there are obviously people in Venezuela that are not eating, right? But Mm -hmm. there's people who are fucking feasting. So again, it goes back to this parallel of kings and queens. Uh, True, true. And who are the sheriffs? Because the sheriffs are usually the thugs that are doing away, you know, doing all the dirty work for the rich people that are, you know, too rich to get their hands dirty.
0: I think there's there's actually going to be, um, if if you look forward, 5, 10, 15 years, our kids, my kid, he's 8, I don't think he will have like a traditional workplace relation.
1: Yeah, I hope uh, not, yeah. I think that
0: uh, it boils down to the it, it, it all started with the industrialization of you know the way we we work we, we, that was when we started to, to you know get employed uh, checking into a working place in the morning staying yeah. there all day and then checking out again and going home um, I think we're going back to like the, the, the free workers the, the the whole way that you work independently like you did mm. in the in the in the old days like a carpenter. He would he would work you know on on projects build houses in the yeah, in the yeah, village yeah. and stuff like that. I think we're going back to that kind of work structure again where we will all work independently and we will you know take part of of projects and and we will be paid for that yeah but but uh, we're self employed I think that's kind of what will happen in in the next ten years yeah hopefully 50, because it'll
1: yeah. it'll bring a higher quality of life to the employee I mean think it about will. it. The reason why I like volunteering is because I'm choosing to do that work. Yes. It's not the other way around. Like I'm not no. being convinced to get paid to do something. Like I actually want to do. And yeah. you know, once you do that enough, you start realizing, "Oh, people benefit, you know, from you helping them?" Because everyone has projects, you know. Yeah. So like it's, you know, if I have a project and you help me with it, then I'm going to be helping you with your project and and so volunteering it's such a like a rewarding experience. Not only for you know, the fact that it's a good deed, but as a development tool for your own personality. you know. Yeah. When you have that chance to give something away for free and are not like... I, I think the workload is it's so much easier and your efforts are so much better yes. than people who are like, I just got to be here because I got to get paid. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that, a that, that, <laughs> that's a miserable life.
0: That's a miserable life. And you're absolutely right. If you, if you work on something strictly because you want to, yeah like most uh, volunteer work workers they they do it because it's a good cause they it's something they can identify themselves with it, it it to me, it doesn't even feel like work. It's just it's, you know, it, so when I collaborate on music, for instance, I I am not doing it for free because there are royalty splits in in in, in the music business. But I, I only. Yeah,
1: but, but there you found something you love, right? That's
0: true. Yeah, well, that's a that's a good old Steve Jobs. You know, he said, <laughs> you know, only if you. Love what you do; you can truly be happy. Yeah. And 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 that's the kind of thing. I'm the, I only collaborate on stuff that I really like. <laughs> so, not all people have that liberty um, because, you know, as a carpenter, you may not like the style of the house you're building or something like or the or the. Well, the wait, is that because
1: you have to like take the money because you have to pay bills and stuff?
0: Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, yeah. Because I would but, argue but against
1: st- that, but that's a different podcast. <laughs> 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 I, have, I have. I gotta send you this article from the Financial Times that you might find it interesting. Okay. Because uh, you mentioned something earlier about um, yeah, about the wages and, and stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 But
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean that's a, again, man. That's like a marginal thing, man. Don't be so swayed into thinking like, well, you know, some people don't have the luxury. If you don't have the luxury, then figure out an extra strategy to get out of it. You know. Because the worst thing you could do is, like, to stay there and then to be complacent and stay there. And then before you know it, 20 years have gone by and you've done a job that you didn't really, you know, enjoy. But the problem is, is that it forces you to, like, you know, like Gary Vee says, eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you didn't yeah. like your job, like, okay, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? Maybe it means that you you'll cut down on your Starbucks or on your movies or on whatever it yeah. is that you're doing, right? You start yeah. like scraping in there because you want to save your nuts for your transition or whatever. Like, true. You know? That's and I always tell people, like, look, if you don't have any money to invest in the stock market, which is also a different podcast, yes. Dude, invest in yourself, pay yeah. double rent. Yeah. How would it be nice if you could pay half of, you know, if you pay double rent and halfway through the year, you've paid your, your rent for the whole annual yeah. contract, right? True. Now true. you have time. But people don't be like, well, well, that would mean that I wouldn't have to. Also, the other thing is like a lot of people pay more than 33% of their paycheck for, uh, for rent. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to say pay double rent because people are going to be like, oh, yeah, maybe not. But maybe you can get three months. You pay a little bit extra. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, perfect example. Like, if you pay a little bit extra, by now, starting the new year, maybe the first three, three months you wouldn't have to pay rent because you were paid ahead of time.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I would even, because that very much supports the way, what, what you're just saying now is, is something that we here at home, we live, we live by that, actually, because we, we are, within a few years, we will be debt-free. Completely, um, and and that's that's gonna you know be. be- Liber, liberation for us. I mean, yeah, we, will be, yeah, yeah. We, will be, we will still have fixed costs because no matter how you live, there will always be taxes on, there will be like.
1: Yeah, you know, but you're choosing to do that versus being forced to do that. And yeah, you're exactly. going to see the benefits of your hard work. And I think that's yeah. the hard part for everybody. Yeah. You know, That's exactly. why people are like, well, I have to take this job because I have bills to pay. I'm like,
0: well, and that, that's a way to keep people slaved. Yeah, you know, in, in, because uh, and that's I was thinking about this on 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 Black Friday, all the the, the sh- shit people buy that they don't really need, but <laughs> now it's uh, on Black Friday, it's all you, know, you yeah. know on discount, and people buy all the all that stuff that is really not necessary and they and they buy new they they they're kind of tricked into believing they they always need the newest iPhone they always need the newest flat screen t v yet all those things cost money, yeah, and in order to buy all that new stuff because you think you need that, then you have to get up at, in the morning and go to work and you have to do all these things so it's, i'm I'm absolutely with you there it's 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 something that you you need to, on a personal level, you need to come to terms with there we go.
1: all those. Yeah, yeah Which exactly. Which is why it's what's going to save the world. personal identity. And your own self awareness. Stop subscribing to your teams. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day if I followed football. I was like, no. I've told you three times. This is the third yeah. time you asked me. He's like, oh, well, you're American. I always thought I was like, yeah, but I actually have a life. Like, yeah. you know, nothing against like major league football or anything like that, but. If you have time to do that shit, I mean, you don't complain about the stuff you don't have. Exactly. You know? I
0: mean, I can I can imagine a German will have very hard time understanding why you don't follow football cause football in Germany is is a big thing, right? We've <laughs> talked about this earlier. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's 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 uh, <clears throat> Well, I
1: mean yeah. like uh, NFL like uh, the the American football, but but yeah, the whole like identity politics extends from that, you know. It That's does. why the Romans had such a good, you know, good deal with the with the gladiators and the arenas yeah. you know that it kept the people entertained you know and they didn't complain about the shitty life hard conditions that they had there
0: it was a uh, distraction from from their hard life yeah. yeah exactly so so how about um we were just talking about spending money on things we don't really need are you guys into firework for new years yes yes yeah
1: it will the, splurge <laughs> and my splurge, I mean like we'll spend fifty bucks, which is like here is pretty cheap, like you know, I grew up in California where there was no um, no fireworks allowed, like those were out banned by the time I was old enough to do it okay and uh but then I lived in Texas for a little while where it was kind of like iffy where you could buy fireworks or where you couldn't, but anyways, my first New year's Eve here in Germany, I loved it. I thought it was the greatest like it's very chaotic by the way. To everyone who hasn't been here, be mindful that it's it, you should maybe look some videos up before you come out there. Yeah. And even that won't do the justice of actually being there. But I love that chaos. Like I love it. I don't know if it's because I didn't get to you know enjoy it when I was younger or I don't know what it is, but I'm just like it I mean I feel alive. Like my hairs are tingling like So every year I've always bought like the the big like a... Uh, Combo thing that they have, not yeah. so much of the stuff that goes on on the ground, but like the fire, the rockets fire off, and like okay. you know, it's like my bottle of champagne and my rockets, and that's it. Yeah. And as soon as the, the bottle is done, you use it to stand up the rockets, and I, yes. it's my little fun. And
0: but I have it all have by a,
1: myself. And the and, but the record, but the rockets are so cheap here. Like you can get yeah, twenty bucks, and you have like a nice little night. You know
0: exactly. And exactly. I would imagine
1: as a kid, you've had twenty bucks of of, of rockets here. Like I'd be you know, I don't know, you'd be the king of the hill. Yeah. But uh so yeah, I why so I splurge fifty bucks so I can get like the big package and some little extra stuff. And it's just like the funniest thing that I that it's, I love it's to one
0: do of it. those 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 uh, little Areas where you would think the Germans would be reasonable, and they, they no, no, we don't spend, but they go, they go nuts. Yeah, <laughs> they really do. And like you say, it's cheap. So, uh, yeah, fifty bucks, fifty euros. Oh, that get you so much. You can, you can, you can spend a couple of hours yeah. just firing that up. And and <clears throat> like like you just mentioned, the bottle of champagne, you, you drink it uh, during the evening, and then. Um, 5 minutes to 12 you go out and you get ready to f- fire in the new year and Pretty and then lovely. you see all the the family fathers stand there with their big cigars and use them for for lighting up all that <laughs> <laughs> all that firework <laughs> classic scene and it happens all over germany and it's chaos for an hour yeah and then it, it kind of everything is like
1: it's oh well, you live in the city, so you have a different experience than we do yes. here in the village.
0: Yeah, and we have like uh, after like twenty minutes, it's all foggy. You don't yeah. see anything because it's the, <laughs> the smoke. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, yeah. And, and and yeah, they go crazy, and and then in on the on the first of January, it's it's and you go out in the morning early, you see like the streets are completely filthy. covered in debris yeah. <laughs> from. From um, from fireworks,
1: we yeah. do have like a cleaning service to come here, but I I don't know I try to take care of it myself, so I I'll clean up after myself in the next day, unless yeah. it's really snowy and then you can't find stuff, and then you just kind of like uh oh, we yeah. gotta wait till it smells. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it's for the first couple of months of the year, even into the summer, you will see like rooftops and stuff that they, they they will be like. Like um, sticks and, and debris from fireworks from from New Year's, you know. <laughs> it takes a couple of months to probably clean. Yeah. The whole the whole area, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So so you're into that. Yeah. We we probably we will go into the city today and, and see what we can find as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. Today's the last day, right? Or tomorrow? Yeah,
0: yeah tomorrow. Yeah, and 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 yes, because uh, my, my son is getting to that age now where he's, you know, all his friends. Have fireworks as well, so. We'll oh yeah. It, it was up to me. I, I wouldn't spend a dime on it, but you know that's. Uh. <laughs> You're not a fireworks guy. <laughs> no, I never really was. And, yeah. Yeah, but if you listen to this podcast, please do not forget your glasses. You need glasses when you when you those um, you know, safety glasses. Okay. that's It's important. That's important. Also to you, Philip. Don't don't.
1: And be mindful <laughs> of pets. Like we have a dog downstairs, so you yeah, know, he's gonna have to suffer a little bit. But yeah, be mindful. Yeah, of most, pets. Yeah, most most family pets they don't like this. But no, yeah. no, it's yeah. chaos. And I could imagine yeah. it's worse in the city than it is here. Like yes, here we'll have. I think there's literally like three neighbors, like including me, three people that like go outside of the houses. Like <laughs> it's mine. Up the hill and then down the hill. Like, those are the only things that I've seen. And obviously, this is just in our cul de sac, but it's not that heavy. Like, whereas in the street, I mean, it's literally people on the streets, like, you know, like a revolution. Yeah. And these fireworks are going off. It's just amazing. So much energy. I love it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And accidents, unfortunately, do happen every year uh, because there's a lot of people around and, and a lot of drunk people. Yeah, um, and you know, drunk people don't with, let drunk with, people with,
1: fire your yeah. your rockets. Yeah. I've seen that so, happen. I see one guy let another guy who's pretty drunk try to light up a thing. So what ends up happening is that the rocket falls down. Right, we're talking about yeah. the bottle, and the bottle gets yeah. knocked over, but it's yeah. already lit. So then yeah. they just shot <laughs> through yeah. the people. And yeah. It could be dangerous, so wear it, it, some clothing, the, wear some yeah. gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It,
0: it it happens all every year that you you hear stories that you know they're horrible, and and you, don't drink too much uh, if you go out and 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 do fireworks. It's just. But yeah, and, and particularly particularly in Germany, they always, you know, make sure to, to really mention to all parents, be a good example to your kids. Make sure that, yeah. that you don't do anything
1: stupid in front of your kids. Good example for the Kinders. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They, have you noticed they have that on, on um, or if you cross the street? Yeah. There's always like a sign saying, you know, be a good example to your kid.
1: I've seen it um, in Berlin. Yeah. Yeah yeah it's 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 part of the german you know persona you know? yeah yeah be a good they, they, example be a good yeah. citizen exactly do do what's right do what's
0: right. <laughs> do what's right do what's right yes um i think i think we we will we've we've been talking for more than an hour now philip it's it's going to be a long episode um but yeah it was great to catch up with you
1: yeah um, so what are the future plans for uh dealing with the Germans?
0: Dealing with the Germans, we will be back on a regular basis in the new year. I think that should be one of our that should be one of our New Year's resolutions. Okay, uh, that we that we will do this on a on a more frequent basis, and we will be we will start also on a more frequent basis to to, to talk about what what's currently going on in Germany. I was just I was actually just. Um, Browsing through um some of the websites you know about what's what's currently going on here in Germany, and there's a lot of stuff that we could we could actually talk about you know yeah uh, just just as an example here, one of the things that that people kind of they you know one of the things that puzzles people that come here is that many shops in Germany they're closed on Sundays. Why yeah. is that because you would think like for instance a bakery. That you know that will be in Denmark, where I come from, the bakeries they, they have their biggest days on, on Sundays. Sunday, yeah, yeah. That's but in Germany, most bakeries are shut down on Sundays. Why is that? And it's partly it's it's culture, um, partly it's religion. But you know the the picture is a little blurry. Uh, so why don't they? Why don't they just open the shops on Sundays? Well, they don't. They don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, so you—that's one of the things you need to be aware of. Because if if you come here and let's say you you're not aware of, of the fact that you can't buy fresh bread on a Sunday yeah. unless you go to a, a gas station, they have like bake offs, so you can for buy three bread. euros. <laughs> for three euros, overpriced <laughs> bread, you know? Well,
1: it's You know, the supply, so <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But they're, they're debating, and that's why I wanted to mention they're they're, they're debating that law now. Well, maybe they should, you know, cut. Kind of liberate the law so that you could actually allow smaller shops to have open on a Sunday. Um, and in fact, here, yeah, and in fact, here in my my neighborhood, there's a small French cafe. They 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 do offer a fresh bre- freshly baked bread on Sundays. But they're they I think they're just taking advantage of a hole in the in the legislation so that they can, in fact, if they have a small cafe, they can, in fact, they are allowed to have open on Sundays, and and. So they also sell bread to for people to take with them home. You know, instead of enjoying the bread or, or the pastry in the ba- in, in the cafe, they can they can take it with them. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. That yeah.
0: So that's sort of a a way to to get around the the legislation.
1: Nice. So we got some new yeah. episodes
0: coming up. We got some new episodes coming up. We we um, we'll get back into the game and um, yeah. If you have any comments, uh, ideas to the podcast, if if we've meant if we talked about something that you could could that resonated with you
1: or if we said something a,
0: that was wrong,
1: just drop us yeah, a line. I mean,
0: yeah, drop us a line. Let let us know. We we're happy to um, interact with you listeners. Yeah. So um thanks for now. We'll be back uh, shortly.
1: <laughs> a good flight onto the new year.
0: Yes, guten Rutsch, as we say in Germany. Guten Rutsch.